Why go to all the trouble of experiencing the great outdoors for yourself when you can listen to a few Northwest outdoor experts yap about it? This is the Three Rivers Marine Outdoor Line with Tom Nelson, Rob Ensley, and Joey Pyburn on Seattle Sports Station. The Outdoor Line is brought to you by Yamaha, Sportco Outdoor Emporium, Weldcraft and Duckworth Boats, Roy Robinson RV, Kitsap Marina, Harbor Marine, Rain Marine, and Les Schwab Tires. Hello, good morning, and welcome to the Outdoor Line. Seattle Sports Station 710 and the Seattle Sports app, streaming live on MyNorthwest.com. And don't forget about the venerable TheOutdoorLine.com with blogs, podcasts, and so very, very much more. Good morning, Joey Pyburn. Good morning, Tom. And for the first time since April? Yeah, late March, April. It's been a while. We went to Alaska in early April, but now we're back. Back in Washington again. It's nice to be home, guys. Kind of a whirlwind tour here at getting out of Alaska uh, ahead of the bomb cyclone. They just hit up there, got, got lucky, and got out of there. But uh, it's, it's great to be back and, and uh, really great to be here for the Salmon for Soldiers event, the 12th annual event here in Everett. We're sitting here live at... Uh, at Bayside Marine here in downtown Everett, uh, down on the waterfront here, and, and uh, great to see you guys. I'll be no, back, it's good man. to have you back, so, buddy. Good to have you yeah. back, Rob Ensley. No question. Thank man. you guys. Missed you. Yeah. Actually, you know, Thank I you. really hate to say that. It, it's, you know, I'm glad to see him go in April, but really happy to see him come back <laughs> in September. Well, it's a bell so, curve. Yeah, it is. It is. But that's, <laughs> yes, that is a cycle of our relationship. Right. Uh, so, Salmon for Soldiers, this is where it all began. Um, here in here in the port of Everett, and and so we're at Bayside Marine and Jeff Alone's office. Probably joining us a little bit later because uh, it was me and Jeff and Randy MC in the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thirteen hundred hours this afternoon. Uh, kind of the, the big get together here at the port of Everett. The port of Everett wraps its arms around this event like no other fishing event ever. I walked into Harbor Marine yesterday because I had to get a bigger boat hook so I could get a taller. Uh, American flag on my boat, right? And here's Lauren Bivens. He's making 600 freaking lunches with these guys around the corner. Harbor Marine stuff. Everybody the, steps the up to an The first two extent. phone calls that were made when this thing all started, Randy and I are standing in my front yard in Gig Harbor, Washington, talking about, let's do some veteran thing. And I said, hmm, let me make two phone calls. Call Jeff Alone here at Bayside. <laughs> call Lauren Bivens at Harbor Marine. They call the Port of Everett. Yeah. And in a matter of 30 minutes, Salmon for Soldiers is born, and off it goes. What and a, now it is a beast. What an amazing There's story, There's 99 dude. of the most badass saltwater boats you ever want to see out there launching right now. Yeah. And actually about half of them are already in the marina yeah. here. They were here yeah, last here. night. Flags flying everywhere. Uh, and I don't know, three to 400 veterans going to fish today out there. And you know what's going on at Puget Sound right now, guys. You guys have been out there roping the cohos. Uh, there's going to be some happy faces coming in this afternoon. It was so. fast fishing yesterday. Yeah, yeah. It was fast. And some nice coho. I mean, yes. Uh, yeah. Great fishing. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be a great day. The, the, I think the event kicks off at 1.30 uh, this yeah. afternoon. Award ceremony, all that stuff. Uh, can't wait. Yeah, so. Randy says they're, they're figuring on feeding 600 here at the Port yeah. of Everett. And, yeah. and, you know, it's a rain or shine deal because there's an undercover area, you know, right behind the, the port offices and just to the south of Bayside Marine. It's If you've never seen this before, you should come down check it out. Our dear friends at Kitsap Marina, Dave Johnson, Oren Nelson, and we're looking at a brand-new Lund boat on a brand-new trailer, a boat motor trailer package. Lucky veteran's going to walk out of, out of here with that thing today. Yeah. Yep. Just, Actually, not walk out of here. They're going to tow it yeah, out of here. Yeah, they're going to tow it yeah, out of yeah. here. So very, very, very cool. And, and like you say, Robbo, I mean, the, this event greeted by 
a nice wave of coho, very mellow weather. We had one of these. We weathered out. It got dude. blown out. Yeah. It blew 60. When does it ever it do was, that? I have never, and it, was, it was in the end of August, and I want to say yeah. it was it was a humpy year, you it know, was. like like yeah. four years ago, five years ago. Just a freak ago. storm came in and dude, blew it out. But I've hey, never, I've never seen an August gale around here, but, dude, yeah. it snapped. It was snapping trees, power lines. For we sure. said, no, uh-uh. Yeah, no. but no, it's, it's, that's not happening today, so it's going to be a great day here. And, and I, I think, do we have Jeff stepping in here in a little bit, 625? Yeah, I think, well, it's his office. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Perfectly. He'll welcome. come to work eventually. Maybe <laughs> yeah. We'll catch yeah. him here. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're sitting in Jeff's office here at Bayside Marine Live this morning here on the outdoor line. Uh, there's some stuff going on the Columbia River, Dude. too. Eric Lindy's going to jump on at 7 o'clock, talk about what's going on down there. We've got another opener on the lower river. Yep. And you guys, Joe, I, I caught you looking at the dam counts this morning on your phone. I was checking them out last night. My goodness. Amazing fishing going on wow. up there right now. And and you look at the amount of coho that have already pushed up into the upper river. You know, you're looking at almost 80,000 coho up there. We have well over 400,000 fall chinook up in the upper system. Yeah. And, and I talked to Eric yesterday, and he's like, oh, it's crazy. Geez, the fishing is just so good. It's nuts down there. Yeah, yeah. really good to see. So he's going to jump on a little bit, talk about uh, what's happening down that way. Yeah, and then he's... 725, Randy's going to jump on. Randy yeah. Shelton, uh, we just love this guy. Him, he, you know, He and Penny pretty much run Sanford Soldiers with the help of just an amazing uh, board of directors. Uh, but Randy's going to jump on and talk about this this incredible event. So Yeah, so, so I popped over there this morning to the captain's meeting before you guys got here, and, and – uh, the, the way this thing is run, there's coffee, there's breakfast burritos, yeah. there's lunches mm-hmm. for everybody. All the captains are over there gathering up their guys like like a bunch of mother hens with their chicks. Yeah. Come on, and everybody's <laughs> got a smile on their face. It's yeah. just such a well-run a, event. Uplifting event. And, and to run an event like this, yeah. it's a... It's Dude. a big task, man. It's it, a year-round project oh, yeah. uh, it's, for it, these folks. Yeah. It's not just herding cats. It's herding herds of cats. Yeah. You know, it, it's just crazy. I hate to do this, but i got to say something nice about Joey Pyburn here. We got another <laughs> event kicked off this year, the, the Dog Derby. we got yeah. to take 20 University of Washington football players out. Every captain had bait. Today, Salmon for Soldiers, Joey bought the biggest Yeti cooler in existence and stuffed it full of green label, and all the captains are, are taking bait out. Well, that's, so, that's, so that's that's the least well, I could do dude, that's, for that's these pretty, guys. That's pretty huge. I mean, but you know, it but it goes it goes farther than that too. So many businesses and so many volunteers and so many prizes for these vets. Every single vet is not only going to walk out of here with fish; they're going to walk out with you know the experience, but also you know some swag, something. It's uh, but, but a lot of and, people, a lot and, of people and making and this happen. The, these businesses should yeah. step up and yeah, give sure. back to these guys for. Yeah. For what they've done for us. For sure. It's just a, it's a great way for the recreational fishing community to say thank you for your service. And as Randy Shelton always says, thank you for your service and welcome home. Welcome yeah. so, home. Well, because, you know, yeah. we, and we, need, we need, really need to focus on the veterans and, on, on this event. And, that, of course, the focus is on them. But let, let's, let's talk about this. As Randy Shelton also says, our armed forces are really some of the best part of our country. All volunteer forces these days, right? And, and so these guys come back from defending our nation they're different people. They're different people than when they went over there, and they're 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 missing pieces either mentally and and quite often physically, right? And and so now they they've been trained to do a job, and they've been they and 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 with a team. So it's hit their team in the military with their gear going to do a job. Now you take that away from them, and they have a hard time kind of reintegrating into society. Well, that's fishermen, dude. The more the merrier, and and it's so funny the amount of 
long-term friendships that are made absolutely amongst yeah. the fishermen with the yep. veterans yep. and you know we got our own personal veteran on board mike pitson he's we got we got him fishing with gogan our own personal here, right. our own personal right. yeah he's yeah. he's our yeah. did you sign up to a long-term contract no, we, didn't, we didn't have <laughs> to do? We, we also have our own personal all madden kevin gogan right yeah there you and, go. and and the way kevin gogan and and pitson yeah. mesh is precious yeah. dude except when they gang up and start picking on me then i kind of just take it. well let's talk more about that no yeah no let's so, not. also guys hey listen so we did talk about the coefficient a little bit we've got 99 boats headed out here this morning uh, after the break i need to kind of get into you guys a little bit on how to catch these darn things out here in the sound they're snapping pretty good right now Dude. but these things are notorious for, for not snapping off. yeah uh, so yeah. let's talk about a little bit of how to stuff here just to get some of these folks dialed in i know most of the folks out there they're launching today with their boats to take the vets out today probably know what's going on but some of them may not so we need to kind of get into some how to stuff on how to get these things going and throw some of these things over the side of the boat and into the cooler without question last week the edmunds coho derby um, they had like 600 participants. There was over 200 fish entered, which a lot of guys just don't enter their fish, right? That's a gutted and gilled derby, okay? A fish just shy of nine pounds gutted and gilled won that event. Yesterday, we put one on board that, I mean, I'm trying to say there's a wave of bigger fish coming in. Next week is the EverettCohoDerby.com. That's the biggest event, it, the biggest salmon derby on the West Coast, right? Get your tickets for that event. It takes place out of the Port of Everett. It's going to take a big fish to win that thing, dude. I, I, it's a 14, 15 pounder. It's, it's amazing to me that the, the, the Vanguard, the first the front edge of this coho run, wasn't bigger. They it were was, dinks. They were dinks. But then, the, so Joey and I've been fishing like every freaking day, and big surprise there. Right? Yeah, really. But, but, <laughs> so, but the wave of bigger fish that we've seen is is surprising, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, de- yeah. definitely yesterday, you know, um, you've been fishing more than I have. I, I I've been you know, having to shrimp quite a bit, <laughs> which is killing me. I'm out there on my shrimp boat, and, and Nelly's out there fishing. But the last couple of days, we saw some fish that are pushing that 10, 11. Yeah. I mean, you got one, the biggest one yesterday. What a chunk. Well, this is and one of these the, big the fish. the biggest fish are hatchery fish. The well, three biggest fish were hatcheries. Yeah, so, and this is one of those 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 bigger cohos push into the Skycomish and yes. into, the, into the Snohomish system and, and even up to the north into the Stilly and some yep. of these other rivers. Skagit so for sure. Yeah, so we're going to start seeing some of those bigger fish. We might even see a couple of genuine hook nose here right. oh, uh, yeah. come in today. So. Exactly right. All right, so give, give us 90 seconds. We're going to pop out of here. Um, maybe definitely tactics and techniques for today but maybe some strategy for next week. Give us 90 seconds and we're right back. You're in the outdoor line, Seattle Sports Station 710 and the Seattle Sports app. From the shining shores of Puget Sound to your radio, this is the Outdoor Line on Seattle Sports Station. Welcome back to the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station 710, Seattle Sports app coming to you live and on location from the Port of Everett and the Constitution Day's Salmon for Soldiers event. This is like edition number 12. Or 13th, 12th year, I think. 12th yeah. year. 12th yeah. year. So um, if you have any familiarity with Port of Everett at all, all the Salmon for Soldiers boats that moored overnight, are just about all of them, are, are on North Gas Dock 6. And there's this old scenic warehouser historical building that's going to be called the Muse, and it's a coffee and whiskey bar. So every day when I get done, I walk up my slip. Joey, you go up and get a cup of Joey, coffee. That's don't you? it. Yeah, yeah, you go there for the coffee. So I know you. Nelly. I just wonder if there's a hybrid coffee whiskey cock. Of yeah, course there is. Is there? Okay, yeah. I, don't, I don't have no idea. Anyway, let's talk be. about co-fishing Nelly let's, before let's, this thing spins off. Well, into the, but you know, just it, I'm excited to see all these vets and everything. Mm-hmm. But just about everybody we know that owns a boat, we're going to see today, and, and that's the, the 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 aspect of that, and and again. 
the, 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 the learning of this thing, right? So we're going to get all this information from all these other guys, right? Nelly's like, oh, we're going to get so much good intel. <laughs> like today. he needs any more. He we needs do, to have dude, less intel. We need yeah. to give you less information. So, less so we, is more, Nelly. So, so the, the biggest fish we've caught so far, hatchery or wild? Hatchery fish. Hatchery fish. Yeah. Straight up clip fish. So if you are The last looking, two days. Last two hatchery days. Fish. So if you're looking to get a big one in next week's Everett Coho Derby, Barry Nine is in play, dude. Definitely, because I, I it's a little weird that those big fish are down on that nine ten line because I don't think they're clipping a lot in the south sound down there. So those are probably Snohomish fish following the pack, swinging around down there. There's plenty of bait for them to chew on, so they're just kind of milling around, hanging out. With the lack of rain we've had, those fish are going to be out there for a long time so you mentioned, until we get rain. You mentioned they're down there feeding on bait. Are they out in the shipping lanes? Or are they, they out are. in the center? And, and they are, but we're we're seeing big, huge, you know, not everywhere, but every once in a while you'll just be like, whoa, look at that ball of bait. Yeah. Massive ball With of a bunch of a bunch of boomerangs around it. So they're feeding on bait. Are you targeting them with bait? How are you catching them? Yeah, so obviously we're fishing bait. I, I don't think you necessarily have to fish bait. I think if, if the bite is on, you can run your typical, you know, very short leader to a squid. I'd run a squid with a little bit of color in it, some orange or reds, you know, something with some color. Put a put a herring strip on there. Don't worry about the dogfish out in those shipping lanes. They're it's deep there. water. They're not there. Plus, you're doing 3 to 3.5 miles an hour you're hauling butt, so you're you're not going to encounter a lot of dogfish. We've been running uh, little anchovies and little herring in heads. My normal, behind a I'm a one-trick pony. Okay, that's all <laughs> yeah. I can do. Um, behind a flasher, 35 inches behind a flasher, pretty short leader, and it's been working. Funny. And then also we're running a cut plug out the back, shallow six, sinker, six ounce, or, yeah. six it, or eight ounce, right out the back, 50 feet, um, 60 feet, roughly, yeah, roughly. I mean, in the morning, I would be really shallow. Yesterday, we were catching fish at 12, 14 feet, you know, running our our downrigger lines way back, and then 50 clip feet them behind, in. clip them in. Yeah. You yeah. got to run them down to at least 25 to get them to go under. Mm-hmm. I noticed I ran mine to 15. We had a double on. I just ran to 15. We landed the double, uh, and I go back to look at my side of the boat, and my flasher is just... On the surface. Skimming <laughs> across the surface. Seagulls picking at your yeah, little feet. Yeah, eat my anchovy. But yeah. the funny thing is, like Joey says, I mean, if you're if you're running your gear 50 feet back, just getting away from the boat, you do. You, you got to run it down to get it, it down, under and yeah. then bring it and back then, yeah. up. So the first bite we got was was like 17 feet on the downrigger. And that fish just grabbed it and just went vertical, right? Which, which is hilarious because it was. Straight out of the water. Yeah, it was jumping yeah. before we could get to the rod, yeah. you know, which, which is, which is so absolutely fun. hilarious. But. Very interesting aspect of the bait items we saw in these fish yesterday. But oh, look at that's a big herring. No, it wasn't. Little juvenile salmon or they're something. Eating in Chinook. It. Yeah, yeah, they're they're yeah. eating oh, they're on. eating seven inch Chinook. Yeah. Chinook yeah. smolts. That's not uncommon. Yeah, the adult coho are yeah. eating Chinook. Anything. So it looks like looks so, like food is food. So, so it's so. incumbent upon us to whack as many as these Chinook eating coho as we can <laughs> possibly get, right? Because we're going to increase our yeah. Chinook runs, right? Yeah. yeah. So you catch one, increase some more. So so no, speed. You mentioned three three and a half miles an hour, um, fifteen to twenty feet deep, something like that. And, and here's the other thing: if, if you get out on that nine ten line, if you're if you're at Edmonds, uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna be fishing a flood. Don't just go with it. Don't just go with it. Go cross across current. Uh, you're going to encounter more fish going cross, and, and we did. We've done really well going cross current back and forth. So, uh, and, and I would tell guys, it's just starting to get light out there right now. This morning bite, 
be hot. So make sure you got gear in the water and you're you're running your your A game because it did slow down fairly ideally, fairly rapidly ideally, and want, those fish start to go down and sure. then you got to chase them down. Ideally you want you you want gear in the water right now. Right now. Is yeah, there yeah, a tide yeah. change bite? Does oh, it does it go on tide change? Depending right on where, before depending on where you're at. And and also depending on the the rip structures out there. And we so here's the deal too. Those rips are freaking unpredictable and they're dirty as all get out. I, I mean there's eelgrass mm-hmm. and everything, but you got to be in prox you gotta know where the rips are and you're gonna get crap on but the biggest fish we got yesterday we were just rolling into a rip and i kind of you know how you can see them but then sometimes you get distracted and i went right through this nasty dirty rip and boom and i, and I got a fish as i'm starting to pull weeds off the wire and it was and it was a nice they love fish. those rips man dude yeah, you, you can know, almost just shotgun rods out the back with cut plugs on them down those rips and, for sure. and, and get your or, clothes. Or stop. Well, yeah, and right? at, at that point, we'd kind of had a little bit of a lull. We were searching for the yeah. fish again. We needed one more, and Nelly went to a squid. It's a I don't know what that thing's called. It's the it's like a spatterback green with but a stripe with of blaze orange on it, orange stripe down it. And then and then when I'm coho fishing, I I stack my beads. I go green, bright red green right because that the the little bead colors are, they they're translucent through that squid and so they're going to transmit some of that coloration and it's it's a canadian guide trick that, that i learned way back when fishing off of nootka with uh jabron white who filmed a couple tv episodes and, and just he kind of showed me this he goes look man squid they could they change colors you know they, they're they're phosphorescent and everything so if you have a, a color change contrast within your beads stack and fishermen are so funny they are dude. and then the oh, next guy dude. comes through and then john martinez comes through oh, yeah. with the uh the purple haze white one with the ace high fly supplement yeah. and he catches fish right next to that oh and, for sure you know yeah. it's just funny how, how we how we operate everybody's you know? got their own flavor oh, and it all works and, yeah. and that's what makes it fun it's yeah. like look i talk to so many guys and then then I'll show up at the boat. Nelly, look at this squid. It's clear with a pink stripe. Yeah, yeah. You know, Tom. Yeah. Then, we go, then, oh, yeah. then we're like, oh, so, but we yeah. got to fish this. So, so, yeah. So I'll go to Harbor Marine and buy a bunch of those. I'll go back and put them in my squid box. I already had them. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, trust me, dude. Yeah. I got so much stuff. I, I, I could so, open my own tackle shop. So, so let me give guys a little tip. I, I dumped a bunch of bait off over there. You can strip those greens. You can cut plug them. But one thing you can do is I've. I've been pinching their little noses down and shoving those suckers in a anchovy special head too. Uh-huh. And uh, a couple of my buddies have been down there running reds and greens. And instead of cut plugging, if, if everybody's not comfortable with it, or if you're going pretty fast, it's a little risky, right? Um, shove those suckers in a head. Just same thing, just like you're running a cut plug out the back mm-hmm. and run them on a head because then you can drag you those can things. You can tow the heck out of them. When, yeah. you, when you cut plug them, you got to slow down. And right, blow right up, now, so. the spin is not as critical as when you're fishing for Chinook. These things, they just They're want hot. it spinning fast yeah. and they don't care. Yep. Yeah. Now, the downside to fishing bait is if you get slapped by a shaker, if you get slapped by a shaker, it's going to throw that action of that bait off, damage it, pull a hook out of it, and you're not going to get bit. So... If you're not getting bit and you keep coming up and your and your bait's all screwed up because you're a 15 20 minute mandatory check on a bait you can't leave it down longer than that, I would suggest a hoochie right yep. and, and just run a hooch on one with side with a strip and and yeah bait, yeah squid yeah. squid in a strip yep squid in a strip if you're not a bait if you're not a bait guy I would be running a, a three and a half a three or a three and a half inch spoon on one side short leader have it whipping around and I run a, a squid yeah, yeah. and yeah. I run a squid on the other side 
and sure. 40 pound leader. Oh uh, yeah. Dude, a minimum of 30. I, I, yeah, yeah. At least 30. Right. I mean, if they're not spooked by the flasher, right. They're not going to care what the leader D- is. Then the other so. thing is there's an aspect to coal fishing about, about knowing what the price of poker is. Coal fishing can be fast. It should be fast. If you're not getting bit and you're not marking any fish, pick up your gear. Go go run to the go run up tide and work with the current and start covering more water. Go pick and then wow, okay, look, there's a boat over there with a fish on. You know, set down on, over behind them and see what the deal is. But you should be marking fish on your screen, and 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 not maybe not constantly, but if you're not you haven't seen a fish in a half an hour, dude. We're in the wrong place. Pick up and go check something out. Go find a rip. And, and I know there's been a lot of fish piled up south of Edmonds down by that weather buoy. Oh, and for I sure. know guys are going to probably be grumpy that I said this. It's not a big secret. But they've been just whacking on them down there. There's a big pile of fish milling around down there. So, so you you know, like if you're not getting bit, go go somewhere completely different and drop in. Yeah. Be, be a little impatient. Possession? Still got fish on it? Yeah, but here's, here's, where guys, here's where guys fall down at possession. The issue with possession is guys have bad Chinook habits, and they think about possession. Oh, look, there's bait. There's birds. Look, there's mark under it. Every single one of those marks is a dogfish. I promise you. I've tried this. I've been fooled <laughs> by this over and over and over. If you're targeting coho in less than 150 feet right now, you're going to get dogged. And mm-hmm. you're going to get dogged. And you're going to get dogged. They are all over the structure of possession. They're off the drop-off and everything else. you got to get in a couple a couple hundred feet of water. This is not a structure-oriented fishery. Perfect. This, yep. is, this is the middle of the water column. Get out in the deep water. Get in the shipping lane. So there is a line of buoys. In Puget Sound, known as the Puget Sound Traffic Separation Scheme buoys, right? The one off of off of possession is SG, Sierra Gulf, right? And as you get closer to Seattle, the one in Seattle is SA, Sierra Alpha, right? So they go A, B, C, D, E, on all the way out to the top of Admiralty Inlet. Know which know which one you're by, right? Just kind of get on, open up Navionics on your phone and get familiar with those those traffic scheme separation because by definition, large freighters cannot be in the middle of that zone. So if you're close to one of those yellow buoys, you're less likely to be interfering with marine traffic and hear the five prolonged blasts from those big boats that would cut you in half. Right? I think we heard that yesterday. Shh, no, you hear that all the no, time. So we would, let's, no. <laughs> anyway, let's move all right. on. So yeah. we've done, okay, we've been fishing now for 24 minutes, okay? Mm-hmm. We're going to do a little hunting because this one here killed the caribou of his lifetime. It's a great story, and it's next here in the Outdoor Line. Seattle Sports Station 710, the Seattle Sports app. Welcome to the BOMAC Tech Line. BOMAC has all the gear for all your techniques, and SMI shellfish gear is simply the best. BOMAC, we catch big fish. Well, we forcibly entered uh, Bayside Marine. We had to, we had to force the door. We uh, <laughs> jacked, we jumped the alarm, and now we've been apprehended by the owner of the establishment in his office, none other then Jeff Lalone, Morning, Bayside Marine. So we're gonna we're gonna belay the caribou story just a little bit. Sorry about breaking into your office, dude. No, no, you guys are always welcome. You know, <laughs> you you've got the key to the city. So so I'm setting up yesterday, and we're, and we're kind of reminiscing a little bit about the very first Salmon for Soldiers. We had no idea how the event would be received. I want to say we had maybe 40 boats, something around there, and so uh, it took place on the parking lot here at Bayside Marine. And we're, when we're walking by, you're helping me set up and grab a table. And we look over, and there's the plaque, right? Yeah. The, the Salmon for Soldiers logo and an outdoor line logo. Somebody carved it, right? Yeah, and yeah. It's just beautiful. a beautiful piece of art, and it's standing here. And you go, I, I kind of forgot about it. Yeah. What, what haven't you forgot about the first Salmon for Soldiers? Well, what I haven't forgot is um, doing the walk around. It was the first year with, with uh, Randy Shelton. And 
he was so passionate uh, about everything having to be just right. And he had his, his uh, team with him and boy, they just kept having to settle him down. He was so <laughs> excited. Well, what about this? What? And they're like, they're holding on to him. Randy, we, we're, we're going to, this is going to be fine. But it's, you know, so that was the first thing. And that's the same thing. Right? We, his yep. passion is so, and and he never off. stops giving. No, he doesn't. No, Ever. He, he just won't give up. No. He's just incredible. This morning, I, I I went over there, and I get out of my car, and, and I turn around, and re- this big guy's just coming <laughs> at me, and he just grabs me and squeezes me, and you know, just. Yeah. Oh, greatest man. guy ever, man. Yeah, they, they, we're so lucky to have him, you know, in this situation. Well, and for we, sure, we had no idea. We didn't no. know. We didn't know how many people were going to show up. Had a we, pretty good hunch, though. This oh, yeah, area, yeah, we've yeah. got a lot of military installations here, a lot of veterans, a lot of recreational fishermen, a lot of opportunity. Yeah. Especially yeah. right here out of Everett, we've got the biggest boat launch in Puget Sound right here. In the state. We got you and Laura Bivens right here. Yeah. You guys too. Huge supporters. I, my first phone call was to you, and my second one was to Laura. Yeah. And boom, thank off you. it went, and you guys immediately called the Port of Everett. Hey. You know, we kind of got this idea. What do you think? Boom. Off it went, and it's just gone nuts ever since. And so we really have you guys to thank, too, man. You guys support everything. Well, here. you guys are welcome. Well, no, I, so. We love it. I mean, we, we really love to see, especially, you know, when you get a year like this. I mean, we've had years oh, when dear. it's too windy. They can't go yeah. out. We've had years when the fishing's not been mm-hmm. good. This, year we got blown this, off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but. And this is a great year. The fish, these mm-hmm. guys are going to catch some beautiful fish and, and have a great time. And the weather, I mean, I don't see a breath of no, wind out there. Nice. What, gonna, a, what a great day! A little, little puffy this afternoon, maybe, but everybody's going to be off the water by then. But but nobody had the vision that that, that it, this was going to you know go on into its second decade, you know, yeah. until we're standing there at the end of the first one saying, "Thank you very much for coming. See you next year." Yeah, and, yeah. And I and, and then I saw the light bulb go off and Randy Shelton's over his head, you know, yeah. the cartoon light bulb. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and so and, and off it went. But it's not just this event. It, it's it's trips all around, all across the state. Yeah, Sanford Soldier Sands CQ, veterans Westport, fishing all over the Craig, place. Craig, Alaska, you took a group yeah, up in Yeah, we have a group of 12 that comes up every year, and, yeah. and half of them come up on a private plane that, that uh, somebody heard about, corporate air service heard about it, said, hey, we want to donate one of our planes. So they nice. fly up, half That's of them awesome. on this private plane. Yeah. I mean, it's the most special uh, uh, three, four days of our entire summer up in oh, southeast man. Alaska. That's great. Well, and really Rick, cool. We're going to start working with Cressy Dorr, and, and Rick Witters goes, I want to get involved with that. Yeah. And so he calls Randy this week, and he donated an entire garage door installation, yeah. automatic opener, internet access, freaking deal. I mean, just the Beautiful. people, as soon as they hear about it, they become inspired. But it's it's until they come here and look at who's here and what they've done for this country. And we said it the first year. It's like we've been around derbies our whole lives, literally our whole lives. The singularly most uplifting fishing event that either of us had ever experienced i know and i mean there is there's tears every yeah, year and well, most, yeah, most of them me. by randy and, and, but, uh, <laughs> ansley's gonna ansley's gonna ball i'll ball I probably, stage I, I, I probably, in front of everybody yeah. i actually I have, i'll be up there bubbling i actually have a salmon for soldiers embroidered towel with robo and i'm gonna give it to him <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> just yeah. tears i remember yeah. one of the first years uh randy had the patriot guard and we had a busload of veterans coming in from Spokane on a Greyhound, and the Patriot Guard picked them up at I-5, and you could hear those Harley Davidsons all the yeah. way up there. <laughs> oh, and they awesome. were rolling, man, and they all had their flags flying. I got goosebumps thinking oh, about it. And they awesome. came running right in here, and and that bus pulled up with all of those Harleys around it, and that door opened, and out came a wheelchair. All right. And that was it. Up thinking about it. Mm. And off we went, man. And you couldn't see a dry eye in this place, man. There was hundreds oh of people around as that bus pulled in, and off they came from the from the vet center over in Spokane. 
with those Harley Davidsons all around him. And I'll never forget that moment. That's beautiful. So the fishing is what brings us together. And it's a way for us to say thank you, but really, it's about all of us coming together and and, uh, and meeting these guys the, the, over here and, and just having a good time. The yeah, first yeah. year I experienced it, we went out and fished. It was amazing. Caught some fish with some some really great vets, and came back here. And I just stood in the back and watched this thing. And I was like, a couple of times too, you know, I'm just like, oh, I better walk away for a minute. You know, <laughs> yeah. this is so Catch it's such an emotional thing. You for know, sure. And yeah. Everybody's. It's just, I don't know. you got to come down and experience well, it. Yeah, it, even from the setup. I mean, you go over there while they're setting up, and yeah. there's, there's, there, everybody's just, the, the passion is is. And nobody makes amazing. one red penny off of this. No. No, yeah, no, no, exactly. Nobody yeah. takes any money, anybody on the board of directors, and we made that decision years and years and years ago when this thing started, and it all goes back. I think 96% goes back to the veterans. That's, so. that's awesome. Man. Well, and, and then somebody sent me a picture yesterday, North Guest Dock 6. And all the oh, yeah. all the boats yeah. with American flags on them up and down the dock, and that's one of the biggest docks here. And, and it was just a line of American flags, and it's, it, it just it, it chokes you up. It, it, it's amazing, but you know, just the fact that you've got all these vets that are coming in, and some of them never been fishing before, and and they just get experience that, and it's just a great way to say thank you to, to everybody that gets to gets to come do it. And, yeah, and just lucky. I mean, I, I you know, as you say, we you know, you guys are thanking me for for what we do, but um, just to be a part of it and, and to help with that um, is, is it's huge. And uh, when we love doing it and, and uh, I just, it'll just keep it's, going and keep going it's and keep going. So funny. I get the veterans on the boat. I get to spend three, four days with them in Alaska, you know, and they're like, well, they're, I just thank you so much for doing this. Like you have no idea. Yeah. Dude. Thank you. Yeah. You know, you I mean, the things us. that you've yeah. seen and done, I mean, and we get groups of women that come up that are just, it, I'm fascinated by the things they've done, you know? Yeah. And uh, so that's what it's about. It's just saying thank you and thank you for your service. And there's going to be a lot of that going on this afternoon at the awards but ceremony. That, so. That's a great point though. Cause every one of them has a story. Oh, oh man. Yeah. And every, I got to spend three days on yeah. the boat with yeah, them. Yeah. That's stories. Cool. And yeah. man, it, it uh, yeah, I, I have to go to counseling when we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> that's not your counseling. there. <laughs> Bravo has PTSD. Yeah, oh, yeah, Anyway. <laughs> it's just it's really cool so anyway yeah uh, we you know we threw out some fishing tips uh, a little bit earlier for everybody headed out here this morning we might get into some more of that here in a little bit but uh yeah if you're in the neighborhood maybe swing by the event here you know it's going to go off about 1 o'clock we don't want you know the whole community coming down obviously but uh swing by just check it out i think you'll be impressed so yeah, yeah absolutely unbelievable two huge events this weekend of course next weekend the Ever, Ever 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 Derby, and and the awards are going to be right here in the dry stack aren't yep they? yeah we're doing yeah. that again um so and i just expect a, as as big a turnout as usual uh we got the anthony's uh finn uh uh, food truck coming this year, so that'll be kind of a, a, a new thing for us. But uh, yeah, and I just expect the, the fishing to just continue to be great. This little bit of rain, and well, those fish are going to be held up. And, and, and we get to fish together good. on Tuesday, um, you know, and do a little practicing for sure. But then for your football fans out there, don't want to miss the Seahawk game. You're going to have Atlanta. Uh, yep, at we got Seattle the big screen going right in the beer here. garden. Oh, really? So yeah. you, wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's fishing, football, and beer here. Beer, yep, yep, yep. Okay. And right. and I, I think Randy and, and Penny are running the beer garden again. They this is a fundraiser yeah. for them at the beer garden. So and come thank, by, say hi to them. To, thank you to Coors for donating Absolutely, the uh, liquid, yep. liquid adult refreshments. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep. No question. And thank you for letting us have your office, buddy. Absolutely, man. Anytime. So, anytime. I'll, I'll even give you your key back. Okay, that's a good idea. All right, we're going to pop out of here for a quick break. Coming at you with the Raymarine Picks of the Week for Salmon for Soldiers Saturday right here live from the Fort Everett. Right here on the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station 710 and the Seattle Sports app. 
Welcome to the Outdoor Line Picks of the Week, presented by Ray Marine Electronics. Don't just go fishing, go hunting underwater. Ray Marine, simply superior. Check out the all-new 4.1 Lighthouse software. Lighthouse 4.1 is the latest update to the Lighthouse 4 operating system by Axiom Axiom Plus, Axiom Pro, and Axiom XL. 4.1 includes new features and sonar updates Continue to prove your time on the water. Check that out and more at raymarine.com. Picks of the week, Joey. It's got to be be right out here for me. I mean, Mm -hmm. the the coho fishing has been outstanding. Uh, The fish are getting bigger and bigger every week. And I think it's going to continue to stay really good until we get a big shot of rain. And then, you know, then we're going to get these things moving up into the rivers. Hopefully we get the Snohomish opened up. The Stillias is open. This year, isn't there a pile of coal in the Skagit or something? Yeah, they close it down. There is, but they shut it down because of the 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 guys were guys were going up there. There's so many Chinook guys were going up and kind of targeting those. So, um, I we'll get that open back up too. I think so too. Um, And I I agree, we could possibly have an open. And boom, we got our first. Coho oh, you got a picture coming, coming in, coming from in. The that's look at family. The, oh, oh, nice, nice work. Look at, that. Look at the yeah. sunrise. Oh, wow. Yeah. Pretty epic. Yeah, and yeah. then the Lower Columbia too reopened for Chinook. There's another pick. Yep. Um, Eric Lindy's going to join us after the after the top of the yeah. hour. So he's been working that Beacon Rock area, and it's it's a Pro Troll 360 and spinner program up there, which is hilarious. That is so much fun to hammer those things on spinners and, and, and little they, spinners, and yeah, they, little, little tiny guys. three, they, two and a half. They hammer oh, they those do. spinners because they're running like, you know, some as short as 18 inch leaders out to like 22, pretty short but leaders. You gotta, those things are whipping around, and those Chinook. But you got to think about the presentation. So you're you're trolling, let's say a green label herring down in the lower river. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. There's a lot to chew on there. Oh boy! Mm-hmm. And you got two hooks on there, and they got to kind of get after it. You know, we got this little tiny spinner that's just all hook. Yeah. With a big hook yeah. hanging off the back no, of it. No, with two and two treble hooks, great. double treble. That's what I'm saying. It's all hook. Oh yeah. yeah so they is. hit that sucker. They are not yeah. getting away. They're paying. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and I'm an old school guy. I mean, I grew up fishing winter spinners on shafts with golf tees on them. You know, I mean, then the Paleozoic era. Mm-hmm. You know, when I on the on the schedule when I was a kid. But uh, the soft spinner program is really cool. You tie them on 50-pound test leaders, right? So you snell your, your lower hook, you snell your upper hook, drop your beads down there. And then and, and, and so, you can really geek out. Oh, I mean, my gosh, guys dude, get these guys, nuts, dude. Yeah. Like, all, the, the we're, down there, we're down there, and, and I, you know, I'm checking in with all the guys. I'm like, hey, hey, what, what color spinner should I use? And I, I needed them to say colors. And they're like, Mexican hat. Yeah. Like, what is that? Yeah. yeah. Mexican hat with a purple dot. Yeah, I got I'm the like, Miami oh. Dolphin with yeah, the, co- the Coast Guard. Like, what does that mean, dude? Yeah. yeah, no kidding. So VIP Tackle has all that stuff, and it's really, really cool. My pick is Matanuska Valley Caribou. I think everybody should go uh, go hit Matsu Valley Big. Well, if you're glutton for punishment, shovel. go to the go go so, to the Telkeetna Mountains right now and, so and try for a caribou. He so. can't get enough yeah. of Southeast Alaska in a hundred days. Yeah, he's got to jump on a plane, fly to Anchorage, go north of Anchorage. Well, Chris Chris Seniel called our mutual. We all know Chris so well. He's, oh, yeah. he's one of the greatest outdoorsmen you've never heard of. No kidding, dude. Uh, the guy's incredible. So he called me up. He's like, "We need to put in for this tag. It's a special draw up there in the Telkeetna Mountains. Uh, it's kind of a once in a lifetime draw." Um, the herd's way down, but you still got a chance. And, and, you know, Chris, he's like, yeah, but we got a chance. Like, well, we sure did have a chance. And, man, we both dropped just incredible bulls up there. We flew in 
I don't even, I, th- I think it was last Friday or Saturday or something, and, and we actually got weathered out the first two, three days. So the weather was just hideous. When you say you flew in, you took a jet to Anchorage, drove some, Then we drove some... two, three hours north up in the middle of nowhere to and... this private strip up there. Mike Meekins is his name. He's okay. been a pilot in there for 40 years, a bush pilot. The, these guys are incredible. Are. Piper Cub, the little tiniest Piper plane Cub, you can imagine. Piper Cub, Super Cub. With big Tundra tires. Big Tundra tires. And we each jumped in a plane. His son-in-law works with him, uh, Matt. So I flew in with Matt. Uh, Chris jumped in with Mike. And we got a weather break. He said, hey, come in tomorrow. I think we can get you in there. Boom. We flew in. He's, and we're just about to leave. He's like, would you guys mind sleeping in the snow, camping in the snow? And we're like, no, we're good with anything. So we bombed way into the Talkeetna Mountains, way up to this high strip, landed in the snow. And within an hour of them leaving, we're socked in and we're stuck in the tent for like 24 or 36 hours or something. So knowing you, you do intensive chart study. You were picking this place apart on Google Earth. We didn't know where this, we were you going. Didn't know where you were going. We had no clue where it's, we were it's, going. It's all about the pilot, right? It's He's all about stick the pilot. You really? Yeah. And so they kind of knew where bulls were coming out sure. of, what had already been hit, what hadn't been hit. And again, they, you know, he's been uh, flying in there. His dad was one of the original pilots wow. in there. One of the original outfitters in Alaska. I mean, this guy's second generation up there. Um, so they bombed us in there, dropped us off. Boom. It, within an hour, we're socked in. Snowing. We're in our Hilleberg Hotel. Thank you. Thanks, dude. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> yeah. We're in the Hilleberg Hotel, you know, that big Hilleberg Kitem 4GD tent, which is just Nice bomber. and comfy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Outside is hideous well, weather. It, Inside, it's nice and quiet. Yeah. We, you it's know, a we, bomb shelter. It bomb is, shelter. dude. It, and it looks like a half clam shell. Yeah. Right? And it's really super cool. But they it, test them in wind tunnels. I know it's aerodynamic, you know? so nothing's going to catch this. Yeah. Man. So good thing because you guys were you guys were camping in a blizzard. It was it was the the conditions were difficult. But anyway, we get up and start poking around there, and I'll be darned. There's a few caribou around. You know, a little herd, a little herd of about four or five goes by camp, and then I climb up into this high base and spot a few more. And then uh, the day that we killed ours, I mean, I spotted these things. Uh, it could have been seven miles away. I just saw a speck down in the valley, and I got my spotter on it, and like, that looks like a pretty good bull. And Chris, the whole time, Chris is like, "Do not shoot one down there. <laughs> <laughs> Let him come up I to am camp. Not packing do not. He's like, hole. you shoot one over there. I am not helping. You know, he, yeah, he's a lot smarter than we are. You and I would have shot him <laughs> seven no, miles from well, camp. Well, you know what's between camp so, and that? You know what's between camp and that caribou? Oh, there's, yeah. there's grizzlies. So, oh, and there's grizzly bears too. Yeah, Chris had one at like 30 yards. It oh, snuck dude. up on him. And Chris, oh. he's worked around bears his whole life. So he doesn't have his rifle. He puts the rifle down and pulls out his camera. It's like, I'm going to get pictures of this guy. Good. Sneak it up wow. on me. Yeah, get some good shots of yeah. this guy. Uh, but anyway, so there's grizzly bears around and all that stuff. And, and uh, the scenery, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. it was the most spectacular place I've ever seen in my life. We slept right below this massive glacier, and the mountains there look like the Matterhorn. Right. I mean, it was just spectacular. You were in sheep country. We were Pretty in much. sheep, and there's doll sheep around. We were spotting doll sheep every day. We're fl- as we're flying in, we're seeing doll sheep. There's, we're hunting in sheep country, way up high. Anyway, spot these couple of caribou, and I'll be darned if, if within, uh, probably took four hours for them to walk up by camp, up, you know, pretty within half a mile of camp. And, uh, boy, we both dropped them, and we were packing meat till 1 o'clock in the morning, and off we went. So. And, and when you think of a typical caribou hunt, you, you know, you think of, big herds of caribou and you're kind of in the in the migration cor- corridor these ones in their live path. there this is where they live they're up in the mountains right yeah you're hunting them in the that's mountains. just a, where yeah. they live and, and they're uh, and the numbers are really depleted in that unit but you still have a chance uh, of shooting a cranker a in really there we both one. shot really good mature bulls 
both of them pretty close to, you know, close to one another there in terms of size, big animals, big mature animals, and uh, really a special trip with a special guy, Chris Samuel. I've known him uh, for years, year, years and years. Done and a lot lear- of stuff and, with him. And you learn something from Chris. Yeah. Just work Use smarter, your, work not smarter, harder. not harder. No, yeah, my, work, for me, it's work harder, not yeah. smarter. You and I are like yeah. a hammer, bang, bang, oh, hit yeah, your head, yeah. you know? Yeah, pretty much, so. Uh, anyway, his voice was ringing in my ears the whole time. Like, don't shoot him down there. Let him come up here. And sure enough, and he knew it too. They were going to pinch right, and we had we had cliffs on both sides of camp. Yeah, they had to they funnel go right, right by. Did, did you have any topography like downloaded on a device so you, once you got in there you could? We had our onyx map. You had your onyx. Yeah, I downloaded. So you some downloaded onyx. all that stuff, so I could so see you a little had bit. That. Okay. And the topography. I climbed up on a ridge every day. I could see the topography. Wow. Like, I knew yeah. there was no way out. The other side, of the, there was no way out, man. It was all Swiss Alps on that other side. They are not getting out of there. They kind of had to go right by what, our camp. What did you shoot them with? 6.8 Western with oh, the Browning. Yeah, did. Yep. yep. The new, did you have the new Browning? The Mountain Pro. Uh, the Mountain Pro. That rifle's sweet, man. Yeah, and we had time to set up, you know, so I dialed in that Vortex scope. I, Light I, hunter tactical. I put, check out my screensaver on my phone. It's my ballistics chart. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good because idea. Because we forgot to tape them to our, oh, uh, yeah. to our, our stocks. Usually we tape everything yeah. on the stock. So I just made it my screensaver on sure. my phone, dialed my scope up, whammity, bam, bam. Yeah, and he was he was shooting a 264 Winchester, Magnum, absolute hammer. And so that's the old school, old school, man. old school, but it's the same kind of idea with the ballistic same coefficient deal. of a 6.8. Yeah, yeah. same deal. Yeah. But that 6.8, man, just a yeah, just a hammer. Yeah, the problem so. with those 264s is that they they had throat erosion if you shot them too much. So yeah. this is kind of a more dialed in the 6.8, the 6.5 BRC, yeah, all but, that kind of stuff. Really cool. It's interesting. He has that gun. Yeah, and then and then we're it's dark. And there's grizzly bears. Yeah. And we're like, huh, okay, maybe tonight's the night. Yeah. You know, but they didn't mess with us. Yeah. I was you, very you said, surprised. though, a couple times in the tent, you'd Oh, you'd, you'd we heard hear stuff. You, you could hear something. I'm like, is that Chris snoring? Is that a bear <laughs> outside the tent? You know, there was, there was bears around for sure, but they, they never mess with us. Yeah. So, uh, great hunt, though. Uh, and I'm telling you, the country, man, and we both Chris and I said, if we yeah. don't harvest caribou on this hunt. Who cares, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're, this, you're in this It was the most place. spectacular place I've ever seen. Well, you showed life. us a bunch of video. and Just, it just unreal. It just looks like, I, yeah. I was like, shoot, I wish I, I would just go yeah. with you yeah. Yeah. to yeah. see it. It would have been great to have you guys there, but uh, great trip, uh, again, with a pretty special friend, and, and we had a great time. That's so. that's kind of a bucket list deal for me, dude, is is a, a moose, an Alaskan moose, mm-hmm. or, or a caribou, or stuff like that. It's just, but like you say, I mean, you lead such a boring life, dude. You know, two, six, know. six months in southeast, guiding I'll try to get days. out of the house. You should. You know, yeah, get a little get more out this your, winter. Get, try to actually maybe do some stuff. You get know? out of Nicole's <laughs> basement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, is, are we going to see Nicole up here? Is she going to roll Yeah, up she's bringing the, the kids up this oh, right. afternoon. Oh, right so, yeah, right yep, yeah. they're coming up to see I, what's going on here. And, of course, they love Randy and Penny, too. Oh, yeah. They're like grandma and grandpa to yeah. our kids. I bet, the, I bet the girls are like a foot taller. Oh, they're a little basketball player. They were at practice last night. We already got them playing some hoops, so. My wonderful yep. wife Kathy's going to make a special guest appearance. My wife, Kathy, my, my yeah. wife she's Ka- keeping an eye on you. Oh, I know why Kathy's coming yeah. down. Here. Everybody, my wife Kathy will be here. It's funny at this deal. Everybody comes up to Kathy and goes, "I'm sorry." I'm sorry. <laughs> I just how do you? What, I know. You have to live with. How do you do it? You know? Do you, are you on medication? Because he should be. 
right? What's the counseling yeah. bill for uh, Kathleen every month anyway? She's got to have a counselor somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. I hope so. Yeah, I sincerely hope so. So, hi, Kathy. Anyway, uh, all right, we're going to pop out of here for a quick break. Uh, we're coming to you live and on location from Jeff Malone's office here at Bayside Marine, the site of today's Salmon for Soldiers event, which is we got to talk to Randy about this because it's either it's either uh, edition number 12 or it's lucky 13. I, can't, I cannot remember. I have to go by boats. Right. So I had my red boat back when we first started this thing. Of course, it all takes place uh, right here in, 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 in the, uh, the Port of Everett, just this just east of North Guest Stock 6 in the site of the Port of Everett's new Muse whiskey and coffee bar, which is going to be trouble because we got to walk right by that place as we get off the boat. This event and next week's Everett Coho Derby is greeted by one of the best coho fisheries that I've seen in a decade. I mean, it's so good. So glad. And we've already getting pictures. Let me see that one. Dude, that's a toad. That's a toad. That would have won last week's Edmonds Coho Derby for sure. Go to go to uh, EverettCohoDerby.com. Get your tickets. The $10,000 event takes place again right here out of the Port of Everett. Popping out of here for a quick break. Jam-packed Ardu kicked off by Eric Lindy's majestic return to Astoria, but he's going to be up fishing Beacon Rock. Kings are still up there. Big code down below. A lot of that and much, much more here in the outdoor line. Seattle Sports Station 710 and Seattle Sports app.